This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. I should have just listened to Judd's all yet. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Hour two of Mackie and Judd with Rami. Oh, Mackie. Judd with Rami today. Jonathan Harrison on the other side of the glass. We do have Royce. We'll wrap with Royce. Coming up at 540, uh, Antonio Brown is back at Raiders camp. Judd, he returned to Raiders camp yes, today. Yes, he did. Sands hot air balloon and with a new helmet, I presume, because he lost his appeal to the NFL to use his uh, 10-year-old shut helmet, which he's been playing with uh, for, well, 10 years, and they decided that that would uh, not be sufficient for the safety standards that the NSCOA this is fantastic. has put in place yep. for the NFL and uh, all football organization in these United States of America. So he comes back, but the NFL said he is allowed to play with that model helmet if he can find one that has not been in use for 10 years or more. And so did, did you see his tweet from this morning? I did. Okay. Which was basically a Craigslist ad looking for a it new says, football helmet. Yes. A- Antonio Brown's, well, his Twitter account, which is clearly not written by him, but represents him, tweeted, I'm looking for a shut air advantage adult large helmet that was that was manufactured in 2010 or after. In exchange, I will trade a signed practice worn Raiders helmet. Now, he's claiming, I believe, that, that there was a story that came out later in the day that he got his hands on one, which now, which now has to be brought up to specifications. But I've got a question for you, Rami Maklov. Yeah, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, I'm reading a quote right now from the uh, Las Vegas Review Gen- uh, Journal, says uh, that they have his team has located helmets that have been manufactured within the past 10 years and are working to get them cleared. I got a question for you, though. Yes. If you happen to, let's say, um, in your basement or in a storage room, right, we're one of the few people potentially to have a shut air advantage adult large football helmet, mm-hmm. and you could reach out to Antonio Brown and say, "Hey, Antonio, I've got a pretty nice one here." Uh huh. Would you even consider? Giving it to him in exchange for a Raiders signed helmet? Hell no. Hell no. This guy is wearing this thing to make 50 plus million dollars over the next no, three years. I, I want, want my percentage cut. Of that. I want my cut. Yep. I'm with you guys. I told I told on Cluster Fund Cunningham, I'm starting at $50,000. That's a super low ball offer. But I need, but I'm saying, but I'm let, going six figures. Yeah. Okay. I get, I'm with you guys, but you're going to give me. You make as much as you do, and you're as mm-hmm. as off your rocker as you are, and you're going to give me a sign Raiders helmet? I mean, I have, a, I, have, I have a bunch of questions. First of all, about the price that he puts on it. That's a crazy low offer, and no, you can't have my helmet for a helmet. No. That you're going to go and play for, for $50 helmet. million. Dollars. I don't want a, a practice helmet. helmet. I want practice the helmet you on the Super Bowl. Yeah, but no, I need cash. So no. I a, need all cash. A, no. B... 
Antonio Brown is super rich. He can't go to the people at Shut and have them make him a new helmet at whatever cost that it would cost for him to, to have that done. I'm sure they still have the mold or the plans or the measurements or whatever you need to recreate, to remanufacture this helmet. Or they can just 3D print it. Just go yourself to some kind of manufacturing or whatever industry that makes these things. I don't know. I'm not a smart guy. But just go to somebody who can make this. Give them your old one. They can make a mold and make an exact replica of a new one. This entire thing to me is completely bizarre. But I'm telling you right now, if I have, you know, if if I have something that a professional athlete who makes millions of dollars a year desires and wants... It's going to cost you. And you're going to give me a, you know, I'll send you a signed football too, kiddo. No. No, I'm I'm starting at 50,000. I'm starting at 50,000. I'm starting at six figures. I'm with Jonathan. Okay. I think you guys are right, though. My point is, this is your your reaching out. And by the way, if I'm him, let's say that he can't go to shut. That shut just won't do it, okay? So let's say they're, they're like, sorry, we will not. We can't make these now. But if I'm him... I'm going as far as I have to to buy as many of these as I can get now. So, you know, get two, get three. But you're right, okay, a hundred thousand if you pay three hundred thousand dollars for helmets that are no longer made and you make millions of dollars, that's you're fine. You should be fine with that. And it's still not clear to me why he was not at Raiders camp. Like it was their fault. There was this was an issue between him and the league, it's, and they said they said he was frustrated with the Raiders for trying to push this new equipment on him. They didn't have a choice. They were doing yeah. There's they way would have more been fined. There's so much more here. It's so weird. He, he disappeared after July 30th. And he still and got the frostbitten feet. Yeah, which it's they also weird. I practice on those, by the way. You really can't. And they, they won't talk I mean, he's about running. it. I've seen footage of him running. He's running. Full speed. I saw a theory thrown out that, that this, this whole controversy with the equipment is in part because the foot thing is so bad, it's a distraction from it. Because the foot thing's really bad. That's a theory. You think that's possible? I don't I think, think that's. I think anything is with this guy. That's true. I think and it's, it's the Raiders, so you can't take Because you guys are right, though. Like, how can you not go to the manufacturer and just say, fire up the helmet presses, here's $500,000? Right. Yeah. You would think he should be able to do but, that, wouldn't you? But if and you if you're want... shut and you have a Twitter account, you film yourself making it and you get all the publicity you want. But if you want the distraction, if the feet are really, really bad and yeah. you want the... The distraction. Here's my guess. He went to camp. He tried to run. It hurt like hell, and he's got problems. And so I would not be shocked if they came up with a ancillary, secondary story to try and distract from the fact. I mean, this guy went to France, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, clearly screwed his feet up beyond belief. And he's not been. It's not that cryotherapy is dangerous. Hundreds of NFL players are using cryotherapy. He just wasn't wearing the proper footwear. Right. You can get frostbite in literal seconds in these cryotherapy chambers if you don't cover up your extremities properly. I st- it's The whole thing's weird. All the extremities. Really? All of them. I am never going Be near. Be careful. <laughs> I am never going near this cryotherapy. I don't need it. Uh-uh. I can only imagine the pain that you're talking about. I don't need it. You know Wear what? the proper protection. I'm very happy in being out. Bring a sock. Is I, what Jonathan is <laughs> Three of them, actually. Three socks. But it's got to be the proper sock. You might sock. need some for your hands, right? <laughs> Gloves. Gloves. Gloves, socks. Yeah, yeah, that'll cover you. You guys are going down a path I don't want to go down. <laughs>
It's a very well, dangerous path. Out of town. Yeah. Who do we got to answer? Oh, to? I'm not saying we'll get in trouble. I don't want to think about this. Oh, no, I'm not worried about being in trouble. I just don't want to think about the path you're going down. There's only one thing that I want from Hard Knocks tonight. One thing and one thing only. Like, I want as much about this as possible. But really, I just want one thing. I want to see that helmet that he painted. I have to see the helmet that Antonio Brown painted to, quote, replicate Raiders colors, but not exactly. That's that's what I need to see. He just went to Lowe's and, like, picked up the only gray he could find. If tonight's Hard Knocks is not the best Hard Knocks of all time, (laughs) I will not watch another episode, and I will will be absolutely done. It better be really good. This has everything. Yes. Like there's everything for real, in, including a, including a week ago now a training camp fight with the Rams at which what the the guard got hurt and is now out for an extended period of time. If tonight's Hard Knocks is not the best one of all time, I'm done. I got it, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to check it out and hope that they deliver. And they have in the past. They haven't tippy toed or skirted around controversy in the past. Although they they did not. It disappointed me. Episode one of this year was not good. I didn't think, and part of it was. They didn't say that he had suffered frostbite to his feet, and it like leaked out the weekend before the episode, and so you knew why. Right. But then they didn't fess up to it, and they show him in the hot air balloon arriving, like, "Look at this exclusive footage." But then they wouldn't tell you why he couldn't practice. They they said they said his feet were hurt, but they didn't explain why. You got to explain why. I'll be tuned in, and we might talk about it tomorrow. On it'll Matthew be and Judd with Rami. It'll be twins. For me tonight, and then Hard Knocks right away. I kind of want to watch about Avengers Endgame tonight. I got a lot on my plate. I got Twins, I got Cubs, oh, Avengers Endgame. Three, er, I've been watching The Boys on Amazon for Prime. Have Avengers you watch- Endgame comes out on DVD you tonight. You guys! Have you been watching The Boys on Amazon? No, I've heard it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really, really I need good. To, I need to watch it. You guys it. don't need to do this tonight, Solid. though. Avengers Endgame will be on tomorrow. It's true. Yeah, but Judd. I've only, I've only seen it once. Need that second viewing. I appreciate that. I've but, seen it like three times. But you can go Twins game Hard Knocks. It's going to be fantastic. I mean, and go Avengers I'm Endgame. I have choices to make. You can I'm still not, do an Endgame after Hard Knocks. It's going to be like ten o'clock by the time I watch all the baseball, and it's like a three-hour movie. Rami, you're not back on air till like noon tomorrow. You can sleep it's in tomorrow, Wednesday. I got to yeah. work out in the morning, John. Do you think this just happens? Yeah. Think I just wake up like this? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. Yeah, I assume the same thing, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> That you just hey, woke up like that. Can you talk about Magic Johnson real quick and his weird tweets? Yes. Help me out on this. <laughs> okay, so it's... I don't understand rankings, it's his, it's his 60th birthday. Magic Johnson turning 60 today. Happy 60th birthday. So in honor of his 60th birthday, yep. he's tweeting out lists of his top 60 blah, blah, blah. He's got like three or four of them out right now. Mm-hmm. And all of these lists... Are numbered so they're all top sixties as though it's a ranking. Yeah, it's all, all top. Si- it's all that's top sixty. All, that's a lot of it's stuff. A lot of work. Yeah, unless you're just copy and pasting yep. an alphabetical list of places or things, <laughs> which is apparently what Magic Johnson did. He numbers them as though it's a ranking. This is messing with my brain so much. I can't wrap my head on what Magic is trying to do here. They're all numbered as though they're ranked, but every list is also an alphabetical order. So is this a ranking? And if so. Do all of his rankings just happen to fall in alphabetical order? Like his top 60 places to travel, Amsterdam, Anguilla, Antibes, Athens, Auckland, okay, the Bahamas, so 60, Barbados. And yeah. he, he has a few more of them. He has, uh, let's see, his top 50 films. Wait, 60? 50. Top 60, did I say 50? Yeah. yeah. 
Now, he starts off with The Godfather as number one, and then falls back into... Falls back into the alphabetical thing. A piece of the action. Never heard of it. Bad Boys, Barbershop, Best Man, Beverly Hills Cop, Black (laughs) Klansman, Black Panther, Boomerang, Boys in the Hood. So he ranked Godfather number one and then went right back to the alphabetical list. Does he know that Godfather, if you're going to do that, needs to be in a separate place? I, I I don't understand what Magic is doing, and it's hurting my brain. I got a theory for you guys. His top 60 film, the Bournite, or the, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then he goes, and then he jumps from B to J. He goes, the born identity, all the way from 30, 31 is the born identity, 32, Jerry Maguire. And then, and then goes back into alphabetical order. Jerry Maguire, Jungle Fever, King of New York. Let's right. do it again. I'm Love in basketball. I'm going to help you out. Here's my theory. He's hurting my brain. Now, <laughs> athletes like him are positive people, and so they don't want to rank things 1 to 60. He's just saying these are 60 films I love. Then why are they ranked? But why he are doesn't ranked by number. But he doesn't because he just sees this as being okay, I'll go 1 to it's probably 1 to 60 in all honesty, so he stops at 60. <laughs> but so I'm telling confusing. you positive positive people like this don't they try not to pick sides. So like instead of being cuz you're right, it should be 60 is 60, right? Yeah. Up to one, which is, ta-da, here's my right. favorite film yeah. of all time. But I know some people like this who are like, oh, you know, I'll tell you 60 things I like, but I don't want to pick and but choose. But then why is The Godfather number one? Well, because he got confused, maybe. <laughs> None of it makes sense. I think you really need to store that file right now and quit thinking about it. Because <laughs> it's magic. Who cares? But I'm just Sorry. telling you, I'm telling you the the predisposition of some people to try and be like, I, I don't want to give you the yeah, 61 to 60. I just want to give you 60 things I like. So you're saying it, this shouldn't be hurting my brain. I shouldn't be thinking about this so hard. No, because it's a it, it's a potentially it's a potentially positive outlook, which th- those of us in what we do right now have no time. for. It's one of those things that just sends my brain in circles. Like try to, like maybe he's. But doing are you this, trying to figure it out? About, are you like, confused yes, by it? Yes. Like what's what's the issue? I'm confused by the fact that he's numbering them yep. and ranking them. Yep. But they're in alphabetical order. I think he's probably doing it to stop at sixty. Oh, I think he's doing it one to sixty, so he stops at sixty, or he sees that. So he's just he pointing sees, out that these are. He's 60. showing you yeah. these are sixty things. Yes. All right. That's what I think he's doing. Okay. I'm with you, but I won't look at this crap because I don't care. <laughs> Okay, because if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to, if you're going to do something one to sixty or one to thirty or one to twenty, then you're right. You need to be number one. Is number one. So you're not paying any attention to it. Absolutely not. That's a lot of work, though. It really is. But that's too much stuff. Because you know what? Give me your top sixty point guards, Magic. That's what I want, and make it one to in alphabetical order. No, (laughs) or numbered, or both for no reason. No, I want it ranked. All right, back. It's uh, Judd, Rami, Jonathan. Mackey actually out for the rest of the week, but he's not off. He is uh, working hard, I'm sure, in Orlando, Florida. You're sure yeah, about sounds that? Sounds like meetings. difficult work. You're sure At about meetings. it. Well, you know what? This is not actually, I'm going to defend him a little bit. If I'm going to Orlando. Yeah, if I'm going to skip out on work to go going to Orlando, in August. it's not now. Yeah, yeah so. I had that same thought. News from Egan today, gentlemen. We've got kicking news. Oh, 
After a couple days of uh, of some, I wouldn't call them curious moves, but some interesting news uh, regarding the Vikings in Egan and their kicking situation, Dan Bailey was back at it today, not holding, but kicking. That's good. And according to our own Courtney Cronin, who of course joins Matthew Collar quite a bit on uh, Purple Daily, Dan Bailey was 6-for-6, six six, his first perfect day at camp, and credits, quote, a great day by rookie long snapper Austin Cutting. So Bailey had had a good day today. Um, it sounds like the new kid that they got from Baltimore is still punting. It also sounds like he might get a chance at some point in time in the preseason uh, to attempt some kicks. But uh, Bailey, who I think is going to start the season as the place kicker, 6-for-6 six six today. And it got me to thinking when I saw that, gentlemen. It got me to thinking the tenants are the reality of being a Minnesota fan. Because back on this, because yes, yeah. because here's we here's teach you. because here's why, here's why. The kicker and how he performs in an Egan-based practice is important to us. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of what are the what are the principles of being a Minnesota sports fan that are only true to us, and one that came immediately to mind after seeing this. Dan Bailey news, and this was good news today, was this. Fear the kicker. We actually fear the kicker. Like, we want to know what the kicker is going to do to screw up. Now, I'm not saying that across the league there aren't teams that are concerned about their kicker, the kicking situation, things like that. But if you are a Minnesota sports fan, you fear what the kicker is going to do. You also, in the Twins case, sweat the lead. You probably picked up on, on that, right? Mm-hmm. We don't we don't really look at the lead and say, well, look at that lead. This is really enjoyable. I'm not saying that everyone is the same here. But in this town, I think there's a lot of people. I think I could be included. We sweat the lead. I think in most towns, I don't know that. Now, perhaps Cubs fans did at one time. Oh, yeah. But I don't think across the board you could probably say that the majority of fan bases sweat the lead. So these are these are well, you never trust a lead. No, but these are principles of being us. Absolutely, and they go together like a puzzle piece or pieces, right? Mm-hmm. The kickers, it, the kickers, ma- the kicker keeps us up at night. It's why the fan base was watching the new guy yesterday at the practice instead of watching the twenty-two players that normally would start for you. Instead of watching them practice, they were turned to the other field watching him and cheering him at practice. Rami, it's part of being us. We're concerned. We're always concerned about that kicker, and it started. I get that. As a Bears yeah. fan, I, well, I yeah, can definitely relate right now. Right now, yeah. I get it. That's something new to you, though, isn't it? A little bit, yeah, for sure. Yeah, This has been in Minnesota sports but fan the, DNA for a while now. The gloom and doom DNA in terms of waiting for the other shooter drop for things to go wrong. Is I mean, that's in me. Like I've told you guys this before, as a longtime Cubs fan before 2016, right? That is what I was, or how I was conditioned to think. I've been able to shake it, but with the Bears for a long time. I mean, they haven't won a playoff game since I think 2005 or something, something crazy. The Bears haven't won a playoff since game in forever, in forever. So yeah, I still, I still have, I have that. It maybe wasn't about kickers until recently, but. I, I I know where you guys are coming from. I get it. But I try to you fight got it. There. I try and use reason and logic to fight it. In 2005, you got there. It's been since 1977. I've never experienced my team in the Super Bowl. I've actually never experienced my team in a championship game. Because mm. I was one years old. I was one year old when the Twins, Twins won it. Yeah, won it. Man, it was glorious. I've never experienced that. It's been th- almost 30 years now. It's rough.
Hmm. That is rough. The closest I came was the Vikings getting the But, like, NFC if you were to put together, like, a top times. a top five thing, fear the kicker. Alphabetically. Sweat the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God forbid you rank them in order how you feel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way, uh, who was it? I just saw this tweet come across you, my timeline. What, do you not trust the owner on there, SB, too? SB Nation tweeted out their top 60 NBA players, and it, <laughs> it's just... It's just an alphabetical list. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. Alex, Alex Abrines is number one, followed by Quincy AC, Jalen Adams. Oh, that's hilarious. Steven Adams. And the list okay. goes on and on. Okay, so my third, one, my third one would be just simply assume the worst. Yeah. Would you have something about the owners on there? Are these your are these your Minnesota sports dad isms? Yeah, 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 yeah. If I was to teach a class, if, which actually, you know what, might not be a, a bad idea. Brian tweets in a sports dad quote: "The older I get, the better I was." Well, that's yeah. That's absolutely true. That is true. That's no that question. That is definitely no true. Even one. I've started to experience this, like. I've glorified my past as I've gotten older. But I'm trying to... I was so good. So what What would you tell a young sports fan in, in this town who's just starting out? I would say don't listen to all these pessimistic oh, you, dudes. No, that's no, not teaching yeah, them. That's, that's exactly that's not what I tell them. No, no, no. No, that's, get, you don't get a say in this because you're not from here. Th- this stuff just feeds itself. This not stuff just feeds right. itself. And it Are you telling me to go back where I came from? Is yeah, that sure. what you're saying? <laughs> anyway, it's not this, it's this stuff feeds itself. Jonathan Harrison in 2020. It's all yeah. a self. <laughs> it's all. A, it's all a self fulfilling prophecy. And I, I do think that there is some element to who said who said that the fans having this in their head bleeds into the players' heads. Yeah, you, which you is mentioned what, that in the last segment. Which is what I do think. Oda Rizzi tried to I, tell you not to worry. about. I do think and, there is some element. Of that, at times, I don't know if the if the twins are dealing with that right now. If they're feeling that mojo from or from the feedback of the fans, but I do think that there is some of that. But we can't get for pa- sure. But we can't get past it because the cycle continues. Like itself. Dusty Baker holding a ritual and like sprinkling some kind of magic dust on Wrigley Field to to dispel the curse. Like obviously, it was in the back of his mind. You know what I mean? That's he just was weird. It was really weird. And I said at the time, "What are you doing? You're only." You're only verifying, you're only validating these kooks who believe in curses. And you're, and you're bringing it into your clubhouse. You don't even acknowledge who, it. Well, Bartman, Bartman, Leon Durham with the Gatorade glove, my man, I don't know. It's a long time with a lot going wrong. There was odd stuff. I don't want to talk to you anymore, so I'm going to talk with David in Minneapolis. David, you're on Mackie and Judd with Rami. What's up? Uh, well, good afternoon. So you guys are talking about heartbreak for different teams, and you mentioned the Timberwolves, and I would argue that the Timberwolves, there's no such thing as heartbreak with them because the team has to excel and then let you down. I agree with that. Uh, with, with the Timberwolves, it's like eating out of a dumpster and expecting to have a four-star Michelin meal. I mean, that just doesn't exist. It's not gonna, yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going to eat garbage no matter what. And then when it goes to the Magic Johnson, maybe he just started with his number one and then was, couldn't think of other... <laughs> but don't you abandon the plan then? At that point, you're like this was a bad idea. I'll well, just delete one it. Out of Sixty. Uh, I'll just delete it. Fifty nine slots. Thanks for the call, David. He's right about the wolves. I I said that though. I agree with him on that. The wolves. The wolves have been for the most part in their existence a dismal failure. You have to have more than one run to yeah. the Western Conference Finals. Yes. I'm just grouping th- those four teams 
together, but it's probably true. The Wild made one conference final run yeah. in year three, which was it was fun, but it was fluky. Mm-hmm. But no, if we're ta- if we're talking about heartache in this town, it's the Vikings one, two, and three, right? Absolutely. The Twins don't. The Twins have two titles. Mm-hmm. But and they're relative. To your point, they're relatively. You don't recent remember in the long them. span of it. Yeah. Yeah, but to your point too, you've got no idea. no idea what those titles yep. were like. So it makes it difficult. Sure, it does. But again. Unless you unless you buy into that stuff and let it bleed into your own psyche, yep. it has no bearing but, on now. But what I told you before... There are no mystical forces. Is this, no, this is not... This, you're right. In this case, this is not a mystical force. This is a conscious decision and willingness not to do what you had to do for us to be like, they'll be fine. This team elected, and they might, you know what, five years, if they are celebrating a World Series championship or two of them, they made the right call, right? But this is not a mystical force. In this case, this is that you willingly did not make the move that would have that would have made that everybody eased, that would have eased your tensions. Absolutely. That, that, that but can you imagine like that would have put your mind to rest? But that doesn't mean that it would have made the difference that you were looking forward to make. But it would made part. It, it would have helped to make part of it. Sure. So no, this is this is not now. Now, if the Twins get into the playoffs and there's some really really fluky weird things, we, we can uh, circle back and talk about this. But yeah, this is right now the Vikings in 2009, right? NFC title game. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre forces that damn football, and I still don't know why. Uh, and you say to yourself, "What is that all Brett about?" Brett Favre is what he does. But it was it was incredibly <laughs> stupid. But yes, this twi- like eight yards in front of him that he can just run and slide into. This twins team. That's not what gunslingers do, Jonathan. This twins team right now is Same. dealing. Could I've run it, maybe. Is dealing yeah, with the probably. fact that Should've. they willingly did not make a decision, and maybe they were right. I don't know, but they did not make the decision that would have eased a lot of the issues. Because if you address starting pitching, this conversation and probably the series against Cleveland is different. Your poll. At Jay Zulgad on Twitter, does Minnesota sports history have any bearing on local teams present? And you only include Vikings, Twins, Wild, and Wolves in that because the Lynx have actually won. Yeah, fifty-six uh, percent of seven hundred and seven votes are saying yes. I don't blame them. Yes, yeah, you believe right. in they're, mystical forces. They're scarred and bad juju. They're scarred. That's what you're dealing with here. That's why I'm sports dad because I can talk to these people. Do we need to have an exorcism? Do we need to like call in some kind of voodoo? No, we're not Dusty Baker. <laughs> <laughs> but you believe in it. Man, could that guy not handle a bullpen either. <laughs> you believe in it, though. Yeah, that was the curse. Dusty Baker didn't know how to handle a bullpen. That was the curse of the Dusty Baker era. Boy, was he awful. He was not. I mean, he had a lot of strong points, too. I love Dusty. Oh, yeah. but Had a good run with the Cubs. But that pitching problem was a big problem. Yeah. And he obviously way overused Kerry Wood and Mark Pryor. <laughs> Clearly. They might agree. but seriously if it would make minnesota sports fans feel better i wouldn't mind having some sort of exorcism or no that exorcism is when one of these teams probably the vikings finally win the super bowl but that can't happen until we lift these dark forces from the minnesota sports scene i don't think they'll ever be lifted i disagree with you wait 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 wait. do do you are you saying that the vikings are would be the first to win a championship, or no, just that they that would if have they... to do it to lift. Okay, I'm 49. I'll be on November. Or do you um, think the twins should? On November 13th, I'll turn 50. I am very confident right now, and this is going to sound really bad. I'm very confident that I will be buried without the Vikings having won a Super Bowl. Wow, 
You plan that much drinking in your future? <laughs> it's going on right now, currently, too. Um, I do think the, the boss twins... boss is out of town. <laughs> That's what the can was. Yeah. I got, a, I got a cold one right in front, of, in front of me right now, you guys, and I don't think the twins... No, I think the twins... I think that there's a very good chance that they win another championship or two before I die. I am fairly certain the Vikings won't. Why? What about the Wolves? I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. Okay. Just... Um, I don't think so, but that's just because they're not, they might like that one, that one. I don't think that they will just because I've never seen something to justify for the most part in their history, but with the Vikings, it's just this weird feeling of, uh, they just can't get there. I don't know why. Mysterious forces. Mysteri- yeah. But that's the one where I'm sort of serious. Like the wolf, the wolves you go into the NFC championship game two years ago with one of the best defenses. Yeah. If not the best defense in the league. And somehow they just crapped the bed the entire game. And four Super Bowls, no wins, yeah. but before I really started to watch them. But you know what? The Wild could win a cup. And if the Wolves won a championship, I I think I'd be surprised. But I don't have any like weird feeling about that one. I have a weird feeling a little bit about the Twins, but I but they've won two, and I think they can win again. The Vikings, I honestly think I'm going to be buried without them winning Super Bowl. And I'm not kidding. A sunny, cheery Mackie and Judd with Rami here on Score North on <laughs> 1500scorenorth.com. No, demons here, baby. And the Score North mobile app, and we will wrap with Roycey right after this. It's Mackie here for TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. The TCL studios here at Score North are home to two 55-inch Roku TVs. That built-in Roku device gets you access to 5,000-plus streaming channels, 500,000 TV episodes and movies, There's a reason why cord cutters are all in on TCL TVs. It's the best combination of picture quality, of price, of entertainment options. You also get the TCL Alto Soundbar in the mix right now at any major local retailer. TCL Alto Soundbars provide precision playback for any TV, as well as smartphones, tablets, and laptops. You pair the TCL TV with the built-in Roku device with the TCL Alto Soundbar, and you've got a living room full of entertainment from every single possible angle. TCLUSA.com, or like I said, stop into any major local retailer and do some comparison shopping. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. 5.44 here at Score North. Time for the Score North download. Forgot what I was going to say there. You just completely blanked on what I was going <laughs> to say. Martin Perez has yeah, been Martin terrible Perez of late, and terrible. God help him tonight in Milwaukee. Anyways, uh, you can join Dan Terhar and myself this Wednesday for Score North's coverage of Minnesota United. Good team. Colorado Rapids. Bad team. Colorado Rapids. Yeah, are. not yeah. the United. They're good. No, no, United are good. They're in the U.S. No Open curse Cup there. Final. No curse there. No bad juju on the United. Nope. nope. No, sir. Because nope. it's football. Yeah. Free game at 6.30 tomorrow night with kickoff at 7 right here on Score North on AM 1500, scorenorth.com, and the very free Score North mobile app. Mackie and Judd with Rami Sands Mackie for the rest of the week, and now it is time in the TCL Broadcast Studios to wrap with our friend Patrick Royce. All right, Patrick, Martin Perez tonight. What do you think? Well, uh, I think if they get uh, uh, four and two-thirds on him and he only gives up three home runs, he had a pretty good game. You know, that'd be okay. So, yeah, I don't think much of it. Uh, this is last chance, obviously, and I think they only stumbled into this situation because, uh, you know, they 
really, I, I think they were hoping Kanade would be ready to pitch uh, by uh, this, this game here, and they would have hooked him already, but he wasn't ready yet. So they, uh, he, but he's going to pitch this weekend, I guess. So, so the only but reason. Supposedly, did we uh, put Sam Dyson back on the active list? Today? Yes, uh, he was activated today. They did. And uh, that means uh, poor old Cody Stashak goes back without yep. ever pitching. Or, uh, no, he, yeah, he pitched Cody. Sunday. Oh, he did get in that game Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. after Taylor Rogers got out of that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That, that, that one no count. Okay. All right. So Pat, so, you're yeah, saying you're uh, saying the only reason Perez got another start is because Pineda wasn't wasn't ready to return to the rotation yet? I'm that's my assumption. I heard that yeah, somebody told me during while he was getting shelled the last time that that was it, and they thought Pineda'd be back. But I gotta admit, I didn't pursue it much beyond that brief conversation to see if that was the case. And of course, the next day, Rocco was telling us that. Uh, he just kind of thought they'd stick with the starters because they'd uh, done so uh, fairly well for them uh, so far. So, anyway. But uh, that's, uh, you know, he's he's obviously on triple secret probation now. So, uh, if he's bad tonight, he'll be in the bullpen, I would guess. The, the trouble with him is uh, you know, his problem is early. He gets pounded early. Uh, do you want a guy who gets pounded early coming out of the bullpen? I don't know. Uh, no, probably not. You know, I thought he was an opener candidate. I thought he was a guy that they let Randy Dobnik pitch two innings and then have Perez come in and kind of give him a different look, and maybe that that might uh, work out. But they haven't they haven't used an opener yet, which is uh, kind of unusual. I'm uh, sitting out here in my uh, brother-in-law's uh, uh, beautiful uh, condo overlooking uh, the, the river in uh, downtown Minneapolis, and it's kind of loud down here, so that's what you're hearing if you're hearing anything in the background here. No worries. No, loud and clear. Uh, okay. All right. So what what type of, uh, speaking of double secret probation, Patrick Royce, what type of double secret probation do you think our guy Tony Diaz is on tonight? Is he stopping everybody <laughs> at third base? Or is there one? If Buxton was playing, he'd send him, but that might be it. It will be interesting if he becomes more conservative. But uh, So uh, you got, I heard Rami talking earlier, so you got some visual visual evidence that Lindor was just catching the ball as uh, as Adrianza was uh, reaching third base. Well, the, the visual evidence that, that came in via a couple listeners, because Mackey was saying that when the ball bounced off the wall and went about six, seven feet above Naquin's head, that while the ball was hanging up there, that Adrianza was stepping on third base, so it made sense for Tony Diaz to send him. But well, we got, yes, we, of course it did. But we got photo evidence Pat, that he was still three steps away at least from third base when the relay was in process. The ball was on the way to Francisco Lindor's glove, and he wasn't even on third base yet. No, and Lindor, you know, he was two steps around third when Lindor was turning around to make the throw to the plate. But we're shocked that the guy, a mediocre player such as Francisco Lindor would make a good throw. <laughs> yeah, who saw that coming, right, Pat? He's only uh, he's only one of the five or six best players in the baseball. But uh, yeah, so did we rename the show today? I didn't hear much of it. Uh, they didn't hear all of it anyway. I was uh, doing some other things. We called it but, just uh, Judd with Rami. Yes, right. No wild card first place. Oh, no, the, no, the Twins show. Yeah, it was the Score North wild card Twins show live from Bombasota, yeah. the land of ten thousand rakes. <laughs> and we're still counting magic numbers. It's forty three yeah. wild card to get the wild card. Yeah. Oh, I've heard, yeah. So was Mackie at Disney World, huh? Isn't he a little old for that? 
No, he's working. He and Wetmore. I'm doing that in air quotes. He's working. He's working with Mickey ears, but he's working. (laughs) (laughs) Disney World Boys, overrated. I agree. I've never been so bored as when I'm at Disney World. I agree. A lot of adults are going to Disney World without kids, like people who don't have kids. I don't believe I've been there since my kids were small, which makes it 40 years, you know. So uh, I, I don't think. I used to. You know what I used to love about Disney World? What's that? It's, now, this is way back. When when you're arriving, all these families are happy as hell, right? Yep. And when they're arriving, like at 8 o'clock in the morning, the kids are, you know, hopping on one foot and then the other, and they're happy. And when they're leaving at 5 o'clock, they all hate each other. Yep. <laughs> the kids are screaming. The mother and father are going to get a divorce. It's unbelievable. They uh, they all hate each other by the time the day's over from standing in the lines. And can you imagine? And, and I never went there. I only went there in the spring during spring training when the twins were there. Can you imagine what it's like in the summer? When you uh, get oh. these happy families showing up, and then you throw in ninety six in the humid with a little rain at four thirty, boy, there's got to be the the number of divorces caused by Disney World's got to be enormous. Lot of, I would think you're right. A lot of booze sold mm-hmm. after that. Because you've spent all your money and your kids still aren't happy because they're inevitably things they asked for that you and had to say no. A fighting chance, I, one I kid puked. To, I, I don't want to say that uh, it was a long time ago that I went to Disney World, but the the male the uh, adult ticket was eight bucks and the kid ticket was six. Yeah, a thing or two has probably changed since then. Yeah, now, now it's about one hundred and twenty and one hundred, I think, so or maybe more. I don't know what it is. So, mm-hmm. that, but that's back when you used to get, uh, you know, you used to get. Uh, so many A tickets, B tickets, C tickets, and D tickets. So you. You know, you'd only get so many. If you had to pay an upcharge to go on the good rides because you only had like a couple of eight tickets in there. So, did you say That's eight bucks to get in, one. though? I think it was eight bucks. <laughs> Epcot was, was not done yet. Huh? I said Epcot was not oh, no, done no, yet, God, clearly. Epcot, even, well, you know, that wasn't even in anybody's imagination yet, though. Epcot, it was, just, it was just Disney World out there in the swamp. Yeah. I think now they take your firstborn. I think you if you show up with oh, two yeah. kids you leave with one. That's that's the cost of entry into yeah. Disney World. Yeah. Well it's a it's a very celebratory August for me because I don't have to go to any events, including the state fair. I'm uh, I'm so damn happy. The uh the grandkids uh, asked me the other day if I was going to the state fair this year, if I'd be there and I said no, but I'll give you each twenty bucks if you don't you know, if you don't ask me to be there. <laughs> well, that's like a that. really good deal. <laughs> Yeah, oh, God, 50. I gave it, I'd actually Whoa. give 50 each if they, if they just uh, not bring it up. So. Pat, um, I'm just going to ask you this question on the off chance you might throw me 50 bucks. Pat, you're going to join us out at State Fair at all when we're broadcasting uh, out there I, next week? No, no. I mean, that's, that's the best thing about no longer being a full-time radio guy. I can tell you to go take a flying <laughs> Hold on a second. I bet the Star it, Tribune it, would love you know, to have you make an appearance for them. <laughs> Yeah, then they can come up and ask me where the butterfly tent is. But, you know, I've done the state fair a couple of times, and all they want to know is where the butterflies are. And are the papers free? Are those things free? Yeah, those are free. Yeah, and then they throw them in the garbage, but they got one for free. So. Is the butterfly tent the yeah. uh, hot attraction at yeah. the state fair? Oh, I'm, Rami, I'm, you can. I'm still predicting that the state fair will not exist in 25 years. I predicted that 25 years ago. It might have been wrong, but I'm still I'm making that prediction again. It will not exist in 25 years. 
America will get smart and stay away from it. What indication do you have that America is getting smarter, Pat? <laughs> Absolutely none. Thank you. Absolutely I don't know what you're none. talking about, Ronnie. <laughs> this country's never been better. I don't know. <laughs> do you think we're going to stop liking fried food on a stick? That's not, that's not going to change anytime soon, Pat. I'm sitting across from a guy right now who's a corn dog connoisseur in Jonathan Harrison. I, uh, you know, I gave up on America the other day. I might have said this. Uh, there's a big sign, billboard on 280 there. Chocolate chip cookie beer. What? Chocolate chip beer coming to the state fair. Uh, really? No. no. I mean, I'll try it. Chocolate. Why? <laughs> if you want a beer, if you want a beer, go up and say, give me a beer that tastes like beer. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. I want a beer that tastes like Schlitz. Okay, give me your Schlitz. Uh, Can you get a Schlitz anymore? Yeah, uh, you can get a Schlitz. Uh, yeah. You don't want one. I saw Schlitz on tap when I was in Milwaukee a couple of weeks ago, Pet. Ice cold I, Schlitz on I, tap. I was, a, I was a Schlitz drinker when I drank beer, but that's a few years ago. Two for four bucks at the bar I was, I was at that particular that's night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, 13 bucks for a surly in a... Double fisting them. You were a Schlitz guy? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I like the, yeah, I like the Schlitz. Schlitz malt liquor over ice with a little lemon in it was uh, pretty good. On, on those nights when I could, I drank all the gin and tonic, I finally uh, could I'm gonna drink. I'm going to try this now. Would, that sounds delicious. I would, switch to a, I would switch to a Schlitz malt liquor with a little uh, twist of lime in it. It was pretty damn good. You were coming up with craft wow. beers before there were craft beers. You should have marketed <laughs> this. You could be rich today. I think... <laughs> I think Pat, when he was drinking, would have been a claw guy. If he's putting no, lemonade and ice, no, if he's no, putting lemonade no, and ice no, he would into his slits, I he would be. A, right he now. Would be I, I'm just saying. I think I think Pat would be a claw do guy. They even, do they even drink uh, uh, malt liquors anymore? Do they even make those? Uh, I think so. I think you can you can get a forty yeah. ounce in your uh, local liquor store, yeah, Patrick. Uh, in the corner. <laughs> Stand on the <laughs> Pat, I could do this all night, but we got to run, my friend. Take care, Pat. Bye. Thank Bye. you, Pat. There's Patrick Royce. Rami here for your local liquor store and malt liquor. That might have been my favorite conversation we've had with Pat since I got here. Do you know know what Schlitz does to you the next day, boys? No, I have no idea. Can't say that I do. Um, It's not fun. You just take the L out and that's your word. Yeah. Named it easy enough. <laughs> oh, this has been a fun uh, fun afternoon, guys. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. No claw. No claw Scorenorth.com, 1500. And go get that Score North mobile app. It's cool, and it's free. You can listen to us anytime you want. Talk to you tomorrow. I wonder if that was Bradbury Sweat.